0: Hey everyone, this is Darren, host of the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. The following is the unedited MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries Update Number 2 that took place on January 30th, 2020. And it features Russ Bullock, Alex Garden, and Matt Newman from Piranha Games. It covers modding, DLC, and a bit about the future of MechWarrior Online. It lasts for about an hour, so we're going to just jump right in. Enjoy. And now for something completely different.
1: Hi. Welcome to the future.
2: Remember, no guts, no gallons.
0: Okay, I guess there's no reason to wait, huh? Let's just get to it. Yeah, um, we're good to go. Yeah, okay, so I have okay. Alex Garden, um, producer on Macquarie 5 with me today. And <clears throat> we have two main sub... Well, three subjects to cover today. Um, we're going to talk about... We're going to spend the most time probably talking about modding and trying to um, clear up some misunderstandings. But just to be clear, um, we're not a couple of engineers. This isn't like a class on how to mod or how to you know do this, that, or the other that you want to get done for your mod. Um, this is more about high-level questions that people must be having right now. Like, for example, why can't I modify mech movement speed? or why is it so hard to share my mod with my friends or how do we load up my friends mod um higher level things so give me one second to turn off this dinging notification thing there sorry i usually do that beforehand um so that's that's the type of stuff we're gonna be talking about and then i'm sure when we get into questions um We'll get into some finer bits and pieces on modding again, around, um, you know, why, why, and how you can share mods, and what our plans are um, for our upcoming update to address the modding situation and how to make it easier. Essentially, like a, there's like a three-step process to get the modding aspect totally done for Macquarie Five Mercs, um, and so we'll go into that in a minute, and then the other subject is around um, dlc plan and this isn't a an announcement dev update for you know what dlc piranha is going to be doing but i do want to give at least enough hints about our plans for dlc so that you as mod makers can make the most informed decisions possible i just everyone's free to mod whatever they want to mod but I want to make sure that people um, don't get caught spending significant amounts of their own precious time uh, just to see Piranha, you know, put certain things into the like, first DLC pack that is, you know, exactly what you're working on. That would be, you know, unfortunate. And I want to make sure that you get to make the most informed decisions possible on what you spend your modding time on. So and then I'll definitely say just a couple quick words about Mechware Online because... Well, everyone's asked me to, um, so we'll, we'll say a few things. So those are the three main subjects. And uh, Alex, I think what I'll do is I will, I'll set you up with a bit of a preamble on modding. Let's do it. So, okay. So, so I approach this as an end user, kind of like you guys. I try to think like. Um, some of you guys out there that are mod makers or some of you are just looking to play play mods So there's really three steps to getting the mod work done for MechWarrior 5 mercs uh, the first step Was to put the editor in your hands and the editor um, Is the full meal deal? It's the same thing we use to make the game with so you have that now and it's in your hands to make mods with now the second step is to provide a way for you to share, um, send, and receive, and, and play people's mods. Because right now, with the editor version, it's very, very difficult to share them with people. If people have been doing it a little bit. It's not impossible. But it's, it's quite difficult to, to get them outside of the editor environment and to get into the end user's Hands. So, the second step is for us to update the game with the ability to share and load, um, and browse and play people's mods. Um, that's the step we're going to be talking about here today in a minute. And then the third step, which third step, which is a little further distant, is more like sort of the Steam, uh, Steamworks uh, aspect and the Epic Game Store equivalent of that. And so we'll touch on it a little bit after we're done with with number two. But um, Alex, why don't you let us know and let the people know um, what we have planned to accomplish number two, and that is for them to be able to share or play their friends' mods for MechWarrior 5 Mercs.
3: Yeah, okay. So hey, everybody, just a intro preamble. If you've been in the Mod General or Mod Builder chats uh, of the last week or so, you've probably seen me pop in and out of there. I'm the producer at M. uh, Piranha, working on Mech 5. Right now, overseeing the mod support, making sure that the next updates that we push to this thing uh, is kind of leveraging exactly what you guys are trying to do and remove the blockers that you might be encountering. That's kind of what I'm focusing on the most at the moment. and so. We're working on our next kind of big update, the next big milestone in the mod editor supports. The one we pushed out uh, yesterday was really just to coincide with the the main game patch. However, it did actually include our audio source files. Um, So that's around 17, 20 gigs of audio source, which now fully unlocks audio mods within um, Wise, which is awesome. Uh, That was actually supposed to go into our next big update, but fortunately, it, uh, it managed to sneak its way into yesterday so basically as russ suggested the next big update is kind of just focusing on that next step so the cooking and packaging process first and foremost right now as you said people have sorted it out in a fashion it's extremely frustrating to do it Uh, and you're all kind of jumping through a lot of unnecessary hoops um, just because the, the the official support isn't quite there for you so that's one of the things we're working on. So that next big update is planned to have uh, official, kind of built into the editor, streamlined method for you to cook and package your mods. Um, you know, and handling things like setting load order and setting all the the stuff that you've kind of been working around. And the solutions you guys, people have found, have been great. And it's awesome to see the excitement um, and the number of mods has been has been super cool. So this will make that a lot easier and a lot less. Painful uh, to do, which at the moment it kind of is. Um, And beyond that, it's also just the official support for bringing the mods into the game. So right now it's functional. You can take a substitution mod uh, into the main game and have it work, but again, it's not quite official, so it doesn't quite work the way you might want it to or as well as you might want it to. So we're basically working on support for uh, the official integration of not just substitution mods, uh, you know where you've taken an existing asset and modified it, like a weapon or something, and pushed that into the game. But new asset mods, so if you're creating a new weapon type or a new equipment type or any other kind of new asset, um, the game is going to be able to read that in and handle it appropriately. So that'll unlock a whole new area of things rather than just substitution, um, actual creativity and full creativity of being able to make something uh, distinct and unique uh, that the game doesn't currently have. Um, And along the way we'll clean up some things, you know, like uh, at the moment the mod editor uh, is missing a few particle assets. So if you've been using the mod editor and you're walking around, you're shooting off weapons and and blowing things up, you may notice the missing materials and missing particles for certain things. Uh, We'll be fixing that up in the next push. Uh, The dialogue system that we use for handling NPC interactions in the campaign and the leopard hanger, you'll have access to that as well. So you'll be able to actually build dialogue chains uh, with NPCs if you wanted to do that for a, some sort of campaign mod, uh, which is awesome. And so just to finish really with the main blockers that everybody have been encountering. So a good example of this is the movement component. Um, so one of the first things people started doing was trying to mod something like an engine, the concept of an engine, as a piece of equipment into the game, which... You can sort of do in the sense that you can make a piece of equipment called an engine and uh, give it certain equipment uh, stats and have a mech equip that thing. But what's missing is that link between actually being able to have the engine modify the mech in any way. So movement stats in particular um, is something that hasn't been exposed to blueprints. So it's important to note that um, exposing a variable from a code function in Unreal for a for project is not... An implicit thing it's not just automatically exposed we have to the engineers go through and determine um, according to the needs of design and whomever else on the team what needs to be exposed to blueprints so unfortunately the mech movement component is a good example of something that we just didn't need exposed to blueprints very much uh, throughout development i think there's a couple things in there that we did expose i think they were done to service the tutorial where we had to kind of massage mech movement a little bit more manually uh, through sequences and things like that. But you know, generally, if you're trying to make a piece of equipment, um, like an engine, you, you can't just say, hey, grab the mech stats, the mech movement stats, and you know, increase the max speed. It, the, because that variable is not exposed to blueprints, it just doesn't let you do that. So that's been a huge point of frustration for everybody, which is completely understandable. Uh, other areas like the inventory model. So, it, our game is comprised of various what we call models. So, you know, the inventory model or the finance model, these are frameworks that basically handle that component of the game. So, the inventory model will handle things like the number of mech slots available, um, cold storage systems, and stuff like that. So, those are other examples of things where if you've been poking around the editor and you tried to modify those things, you may have seen you know uh, two dozen things that you can get like the variable you can get but you just can't set them you can't set the number of storage slots you can get them but you can't set them so it's those kind of blocks where during development we didn't need to expose those things we need to now go obviously go and expose those things to everybody so that uh, it fully fully unlocks the power of the modding support Um, so that's something we're fully on board with and full steam ahead on because um you know when I'm monitoring the mod work and the mod channels and I see somebody hit a block like that, like it hurts it hurts me just as much as it hurts anybody else because um I can get that frustration of you're just one step away from being able to pull this mod off if you could just modify that one variable. So we need to fix that. So as we and as you identify these blocks, we'll just go through and resolve those and find ways that we can kind of expose these systems uh, to a much deeper level to modding. Um, so yeah, like nothing was blocked for modding uh, from the outset. It was just that we never needed to expose them. So uh, now that we do, we're definitely going to. Um, so movement statistics is is you know top of the list, obviously. So you can start unlocking more MechLab mods with interesting pieces of equipment. And then we'll go through the game systems, campaign systems, and try to kind of identify. It's like if a player were to try and mod this system, what's the first block they would come uh, up against? And usually, obviously, it's going to come down to these uh, lack of exposed variables. So we'll expose as much of that as, as possible. And um, that will really kind of, I think, make the mod editor what some people had hoped and expected it might be out the gate. Um, so we'll uh we'll get into that state, and uh, mod support will basically just uh get better from here on out, which is uh exciting to see so all I right, that pretty just, much covers it
0: yeah, I was just gonna say sorry, struggling here um, number one, a little bit of background noise on you Alex not not egregious, but I'm not sure where you found a hide, but it's not quite the greatest um. So some things in recap. Basically, if there's something you got blocked by, it's almost uh, universal. The answer is, no, we didn't mean to block that. That was not some intended thing to say, we're not going to allow you to mod that or anything like that. Um, It's something that in the game system, the way we made the game, um, it was done in code, and we didn't expose the variables to blueprints, so now we will. Is that a correct kind of recap on
3: that aspect, Alex? Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: Okay, so that's some of you were wondering about that. So that's coming. So obviously, the next question that I want to have is say, sounds awesome. You know, when can we have that? Um, So we're always tentative to give out specific dates because specific dates in game development um, rarely work out. Um, But I can say that we're we're talking weeks here not months. So uh there was a hope for us to kind of get something out in the month of February. And we have a particular kind of date in mind and we're we're pushing for that. So it's essentially February come like well, not tomorrow but any day now, right? So it gives you a sense. It's not too far off but probably a million years away for those of you chomping at the bit. So all we can say is we're working on it as hard as we can, and I guess that's because we are um, we are pushing for something pretty like legit here. You know, not like uh, just going to expose a few variables and push it out. I mean, this um, it, you know being as I guess cautious as we can, Alex. I mean, did we make mention of how those pack files would be shared and that there would be some um, kind of the I guess the really good news about this is that we are hoping that that, that same patch I just talked about under that time frame would have some, some actual in-client support for um, showing those mods, right?
3: Yeah, that's, that's the case. So we're still hoping for this update to also include the in-game interface for being able to manage uh, the activation and deactivation of whatever mods you have installed. Um, so that's still part and parcel of the work we're doing right now and still scoped for the same release. Um, so we're just going to keep working toward that goal and make sure that, like Russ suggested, make sure that this isn't just some incremental update of improved functionality, but uh, like a more clear progression to the next stage of uh, of mod support.
0: Right. So, I mean, it, in a best-case scenario, and you know, if, if everything goes perfectly to plan, then... Perhaps in the in the latter part of February, um, we'll be able to push that update out, and that'll have, um, again, not just expose these variables, but it'll be really, um, you know, will allow you to even browse the the various mods and load and unload them. So um, that, in conjunction with the editor that you already have, will be pretty much, you know, full force, no holds barred, um, modding capable, um, in that time frame. So that's great, and then maybe that's a time where we talk about this like distant number three thing. So number three just means integration then into a larger marketplace like Steamworks. And since we do have the one year exclusivity in Epic Game Store, we're waiting on the Epic Game Store to put out their version of Steamworks. And that's not my area to announce. That's that's for Epic. So you know anything they're working on there is is you know confidential and like their own roadmaps and stuff. But you know i can i think say that there is some science and i do think that uh you know we will see something um you know we'll definitely in, in well i'll just say you know now we're talking months but it's, it's on the radar so but you know i think it'll be easy for everyone to sort of uh wait you know for that final aspect they get you know this number two update we're talking about fully in your hands and i think you'll be relatively satisfied then you can you know, find these third-party sites like uh, Nexus Mods or whatever it's called to easily share your mods. And then um, and you'll be pretty much home free. Is that, how, is that, what do you think about that, Alex? Is that correct?
3: Yeah, I'd say that it's accurate. I mean, already, if you go on Nexus, you can see the just the mod community um, being built and created over the last uh, few weeks since release. So uh you know, this next update will make it a lot easier to uh, keep doing that and, and iterate on your mods, get them onto Nexus, distribute them um, through the existing means. But when we're talking about that third milestone, that that kind of concept of built-in workshop support or whatever the you know the terminology might be, um, will just kind of make it one step easier. Uh, expose it to not just people who are like, actively engaged in the modding community and know where to look, but you know, being able to launch up the game and and browse the available mods that are out there uh, easier. So you know, getting better visibility for the mods you make and just kind of making it easier to find stuff and uh, do cool shit with the, the mod uh, support.
0: Gangster, okay, um, that's great. So we'll look for questions when we open questions, um, and you know, we can answer some more that come up in that kind of subject matter. So I do want to talk real quick about, um, and you know, I don't want to kind of ruin our opportunity to announce our DLC at some point and give really specific, you know, um, marketing announcement bits and pieces of the box, you know, or the bullet points. So I don't want to do that here today, but I do. I am definitely cognizant of people's time, and I want to make sure that people who are creating mods. Um, make the best decisions they can so that they're creating something they're both passionate about, but they're also feel like it'll have, you know, a lot of need and longevity in the game. And so some of you might not care, you know, necessarily what we have planned. You're just going to do, do your thing because you got your own particular take and spin on it and stuff. Um, and then think that's great. So you should do whatever you want to do, but um, I, I'll throw out some, they're probably more than just hints. There's some fairly big, um, you know, pieces of information. Our first DLC pack is planned for April, and I won't get more specific than that. But we do have one planned for April, and the the largest aspect of this DLC mode will be around a much more robust freeform career mode. Um, I wanted to bring that up just in case. I'm sure that's a very easy target or a very logical target for I think modders, Um, you play the game currently and I'd say out of the box, it does a pretty respectable job of allowing you to free roam. But ultimately you do um, are forced to take on um, story missions from time to time. And maybe the bigger distraction is um, the war zone system based on the reputation really is like one particular linear path up through the inner sphere and this this path that we gave for the story so you know if someone wants to persist say just davian it's really not possible it's only possible up to a particular you know reputation point and then you're really kind of forced to move on so i don't want to get into the specifics but just realize that um there will be a mode that's more purely free roaming um, and utilizes you know, a lot of existing systems, but just removes those, um, I guess those kind of barriers or you know things that prevent you from being as free playing as you'd like to be. So that's, now it's very important for us also to get this out in the first DLC because we really feel like all future content, whether official content from Piranha or even modding content would be much better served to be able to exist in this new better sort of uh, free roaming backbone um, in the game so that's the biggest thing I want to mention the um, other thing is, is around mechs so a lot of people have, have mentioned that you know mech five is missing some mechs like our statement was well if it's in the timeline and it's and it's doesn't involve equipment that we don't have in mech five um then it's really, it's in Mech 5. Now that was not entirely true because the one little element that I'd forgotten was we also um, stopped taking mechs from MechWare 9 at a certain point just to be able to get done MechWarrior 5. There was a cutoff date where we we're like, okay, back when we were still putting out, you know, monthly mechs for Mech 5, um, we'd, uh, you know, we had to make it, we had a cutoff. So there were some of those that didn't make it. So those are obvious targets for us to get those remaining chassis in, um, ones that fit within our timeline of Mech 5. And there was also, obviously there's other, we're going to be adding some equipment um, that will then unlock a bunch of other variants as well. So just in general, you can think there'll be a lot of of Mech unlocking, whether it's the brand new chassis, missing variants, missing equipment, stuff like that. Um, just want to put that out there because obviously mechs will be very easy targets for people too. Say, so, hey, I'm going to put these messing, missing mechs in. Um, certainly welcome to do so, but just know that that's something we are looking at as well very strongly. And obviously when, when Piranha does it, um, mod teams could do this too. It would just be more difficult. Uh, when we add a chassis, for example, then we'll be adding all the you know proper damage models and everything. Um, each mech takes something like 20 different... Model damage states to put together properly. So that's kind of um, I want to throw that out there. And of course, you know, you look at you know garrisons and biomes, um, mission types. Ex- think of expanding on the you know this free career mode that you know, it opens up the game a lot more. So that's that's kind of where Piranha Games is going to be focusing. Um, so you know. If you're if you were gonna do one of those things, maybe you'll think about it a little bit differently, just to make sure that you're working effectively with your time. Or if you were already saying, "Hey man, I'm making an RTS," it's like, great. I mean, that's you know, you're safe. That's, your, your work's not going to be getting um, done by us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think um, maybe we'll just take questions. Maybe there'll be a few questions we can answer in the uh, chat when we we open it up. Um, weapon types, stuff like that. I don't know, um, Alex, unless you have something else to add? Maybe we just, I think we'll take, I don't know, we'll start it, we'll open it up, we'll take up to 30 minutes with questions. But if we run short on questions uh, that are, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be answering questions that are related to the subjects that we talked about here today. Um, and we'll be very kind of liberal, skipping over a lot of questions if they're not, uh, related to the two subjects. So don't get mad. That's just what we're going to do. And we're going to answer questions based on these these topics. Um, and we'll do that for up to 30 minutes. Uh, but quickly before we do that. Um, MechWare Online. Everyone's looking for me to say something. There's no way I can possibly say. Enough here today. To really make you feel great. And like feel like we really made Mechware Online. A major focus of today's. Um, dev update. I hope that wasn't. You know, I don't think that was the expectation. It was clearly a MechWarrior five dev update. But I will take just a minute to talk about how I know the community has been I guess nervous about uh, MechWarrior online and and wondering if, you know, what the future holds for it and people have been, you know, organizing some play sessions and just trying to make sure that, you know, Prana Games knows that you're still all interested in it. Um I get that. There's there is no um you know, brand new roadmap or patch planned yet as at this point, if you could imagine us, you know, working right through to December 10th on MechWarrior 5 Mercs, then putting out three different patches between the 10th and the 20th to make sure that our game Mech 5 was in as good a shape as possible over the Christmas break. Then we all come back. mostly of the office is in by January 6th, which is just like two and a half weeks ago or three and a half rather. And, then we work as hard as we can to get, you know, a DLC plan in mind, as well as put out another Mech Five patch and put out our MechWarrior Online patch the other day. And so things are really getting going now. We're getting we're going on this, you know, first DLC for, for Mech Five. We've got some really important work to do on this modding stuff to make sure that gets out there. And so, you know, we're def- we're getting to a point definitely where we start to think about MechWarrior Online and. Try to figure out what the future holds for it. Um, at this time, you know I don't have that plan yet because we're just getting there, as I described. But there's no um, there's no uh, reason, I guess, to worry at the moment. Like Macro Online is still important to us as well, and um, it's you know it's there. It's people still enjoy it. Um, it it's a very you know long running stable product for us, and you know we're happy that people are still find it important so i guess for now we're just monitoring and we appreciate everyone's interest in it and just allow us to you know give us some more time and patience to really understand what um what you know if anything is the best uh thing to do for mechware online at this point so i'm afraid if that's dissatisfying i apologize but that's the best i can do at this point for mechware online just take some solace in the fact that yeah, we're, we're happy that you like it still. We're happy that you're still playing it and um, we're happy to, you know, continue to let, you know, let it exist. And who knows, it could, it could exist for many years yet to come, right? At this point, I just, I don't have much more of an update than that, I'm afraid. So, but I did want to talk about it just a little bit so that you guys could hear it from me personally. And then, um, you know, if there's a couple of questions that make sense again as well, then we can, Maybe we'll get a little more information than that. So, um, Matt, I guess, um, let's open it up. Yeah. Boom. Okay, I'm going to jump in here. Uh, I'm not sure if somebody started working on PvP mods, so I wanted to ask if you're okay with unlocking stuff for that. Um, I mean, yes. Uh, Even though we have MechWarrior online, there's... There wasn't some decision made by us that, like, oh, no, we're going to do whatever we can to, like, block that capability or something. We're not. I think if you want to make a PvP mod, um, you, you go right ahead. And if there's certain things we need to unlock, then that'll fall into the list that um, Alex was talking about and make sure that we're doing whatever we can to unlock it. Um, just be cognizant of before you spend your time on that, that it will be a significantly different experience than say, MechWarrior Online, um, just because of a lot of the basic infrastructure that just simply isn't there with MechWarrior 5 Mercs. MechWarrior 5 Mercs is a peer-to-peer game only. So even if you were to mod that to make it more of a client-server connection, that would be like a monumental amount of work right there. Just absolutely massive. Um, and then even if you did that, you know, you wouldn't be server authoritative, likely. And so that, you know, the cheats would be incredible and there wouldn't be any server authentication or server side hit detection verification. So I just want to I guess it's just a way for me to sort of puff out my chest a little bit and say Macro Online is has significant networking layers backing it up that you don't see. And the complexity of that background stuff is massive. But maybe you don't care about all that. Maybe it's like, OK, we don't care about you know, server-side authentication or whatever. It's just we want to do some, some basic PVP stuff. Um, wonderful. No one's going to stand in your way. Sounds great. Uh, we one of the people at PGI who designed levels will be able to make a tutorial video, show how you make a custom level. Um, I don't know.
3: Yeah, I can touch on this a little bit. So in the initial guide, the mod guide that came with the mod editor, um, you know, there's a few basic sections in there just to get people started for making a weapon and uh, spawning a mech and whatnot. So I do plan on keeping that guide updated with each, uh, you know, major milestone of the mod editor update level creation and scenario, like mission creation in general, um, is one of those things that, uh, didn't put in the initial mod guide simply because it's a bit complex. So you can technically, if you have the mod editor right now, people have everything they need to make a mission, make a level. It's just a matter of. Um... Like, as your question suggests, it's a matter of how does it even uh, get done. So the process for making a scenario and building a level comprised of the tiles that we use for our our typical uh, mission generation, it's just all the information is so nebulous to the end users and the mods. That's really the problem there. So um, whether or not it's going to be a video, I don't know. But documentation in general for the creation of missions, creation of levels uh, is definitely coming.
0: Okay. Um, Jackal DLC plans for biomes, um, mission modes. Uh, I'm, I want to keep a lot of our DLC plans secret, but the answer is yes. So the biomes, um, mission modes. Yes, expanding on those, those areas for sure. Missing bedding sounds. Um, yeah, this comes up once in a while. I mean, I guess I'm just gonna say, you know, Alex Carrie, if you're listening, take note. Um, maybe there are a few a few pieces that are missing that we'd want to add uh dlc is pre-purchasable but like a in a dlc like pass type thing um great question i i don't i don't know i don't think so like i'm not so sure that um you know we have uh that were positive on, you know, exactly how many of there were going to be. These are just things that are tougher for, you know, a smaller company like Prana to say, you know what? We're going to make three for sure, guaranteed. Um, we know that we're making one and we're pretty dang sure there's going to be at least a second. Um, and that's kind of as far as we see into the future. So I don't know that there will be a pack. I think they'll just be separate. Um, in the future, when Mech 5 goes to Steam, could I migrate my account to Steam? No, I'm afraid that won't be possible. Um, the game will be up for sale on Steam when the exclusive is over, and and you can buy it there. Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, Steam allows you to import your games or whatever if that's what you meant, like meaning browse your hard drive and just launch it through Steam. But it won't be like uh, it won't be like you bought it on Steam, though. Uh, I don't know. I'm not the biggest expert on that kind of stuff, Alex. Do you know?
3: Not specifics, no.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I said that right. I don't, not, I don't think in the way that you're, uh, I, if I'm taking your insinuation correctly, no, it won't be like just put into your library as though you own it on Steam as well. You can go through that sort of like, you know, um, manual mode of adding it or something, but uh, we'll see. Maybe I'm missing you there. Apologies if so. Improvements to dropships, be DLC mods or part of the continuous improvements? Um, improvements to dropships, DLC. Um, probably a bit of both, I guess, is the way I'd answer.
3: Yeah, at least we have, um, at least two modders working on, uh, updates to the, uh, Leopard dropship interior, I believe, and, um, somebody's trying to get the Union into missions as well. So,
0: Cold Dog, I think, um, I think, I gotta say, the first DLC pack is focused on kind of laying a much more robust free roaming backbone to the game in this career mode. And then that will kind of help open up the possibility, I think for people to do, um, their own historical event DLCs or, and or like mod pack. Um, yeah, new mission types again. I'll just say that I think that's absolutely on the way. Gun bucket. I think I'm just going to have to say, thanks for this. We're going to have to just let, uh, you know, designers and people here internally, uh, now that we've got this on record here, they can come read this and see what stuff sticks and what, you know, what might make it in or something. Uh, if a monitor loves, develops an item that's included in future DLC, with the mob be allowed to stay? It will be forced to be taken down. You know, I hate answering these things because I might be surprised that there's something I didn't think of, but I don't think this is a problem. Like if there's a mech that like I talked about that isn't in MechWarrior 5 right now because it doesn't, we don't have ECM in MechWarrior 5 and then a modder adds ECM and adds that mech and then our first DLC pack comes out and we add ECM and that mech, that's fine. We're not gonna go to the modder and say, get rid of your mod. Um, not everybody's gonna mod. Not everyone's gonna run mods. Not everyone's gonna even think about modding. So we kind of look at the game like, well, There might be some cases we'd say, we'll leave that to modders, but those are things that I guess it comes down to a judgment of like what we think is worth it for like our development time in the studio and what the general customers want. And so um, it's a situation where maybe there's a mod that adds ECM in that mech, you know, a month sooner than our DLC even comes out. And if that's valuable to people, wonderful. And then when our version comes out, um you can either use that or not or the customers that never think about modding ever you know will have it as well so my answer is no i don't i don't believe the mods will be asked to take come down or anything access to scripts like ai behavior i'm not sure how to answer that is that entirely all in c and there's not really a way to
3: uh, how would you yes yeah, so i was looking um there was a couple of questions about this earlier today in the mod chat uh, so i was looking into you know what kind of blocks people might encounter if they started modding AI right now. So at the moment, most of our AI is handled in behavior trees, which are modifiable assets. So uh, a good portion of that stuff is there and just waiting to be to be modded. Um, there are a couple of components like um, how the AI handles when and how it fires weapon groups that are a little bit deeper not as easily modifiable, and sometimes um, not modifiable because they're just nested in code. So that kind of falls into what I was going through earlier about identifying these blocker spots and trying to address them so that we can uh, basically unlock that functionality for modding. So that's um, AI is uh, on that list for sure. But uh, at least over the short term, uh, behavior trees and roles, um, a lot of those systems uh, are there and available for modding already.
0: Universal hardpoints, I think um, that's a modder type thing. I know that's not something that probably is on our radar for us to do. But I think once we get done with these sort of the unlock variable type stuff we've been talking about, then that's something that modders can absolutely do, I would imagine. Temperature affecting heat, um, will it get added with a DLC pack? You know, I don't know. That's not something that's like top of mind for us, believe it or not. Just, just I think just mostly because. So many years of, uh, you know, Mechware Online and people hating the heat in maps and how the temperature maps got voted down constantly. And we're probably scarred from that a little bit. And it's probably, um, probably shouldn't be as much when it comes to a PVE product as, as we are. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to take a note down here to, you know, bring that up to the team. It's just not something that ends up being top of mind, I don't think. Um, I don't know, Alex, has that come
3: up? It's, come up. it's funnily enough, it's actually one of the things that, you know, when I'm monitoring the mod channels and trying to get a sense of what people are trying to do and where they might be getting blocked, you know, I'll often, like Russ mentioned earlier, that approaching it like a user. So I've actually modded heat volumes, uh, functioning heat volumes that, you know, can be told to be cooling volumes or heating volumes. So I know there are a couple of people on the team who like heat volumes and uh, those things. I do, I'm one of them. It's kind of why I modded the that test, at least. So it's it's definitely um, possible. As, as for what the design team might intend for official release, I can't speak to.
0: Yeah, we can keep that close to our vest, anyhow. Um, what about the C++ question? Is this um, something we can answer, or we just have to? So actually, yeah, before you an answer nice that, idea. OK, I'll let you answer that. Just one thing I'll say first is I do think we're planning, um, as a follow-up to today, I don't know when exactly um maybe it would make more sense to wait until this update by us comes out with the new all the new modding functionality uh, but maybe we'll do it before then is to have another one of these but not necessarily a voice one like this here today probably more of a more of a text based ama and what we do is we'd have a handful of the actual engineers in here and people can type questions around modding and they'll just spend an hour like basically typing and answering out as many things as they can. So that's kind of something we're looking to follow up on. But anyhow, go ahead and answer that.
3: Yeah, so code mods. Um, So at the moment, we're not scoping this into our next update. Um, We're still kind of the investigation phase for uh, how we might handle that. Um, So it's definitely. Uh, on our minds. Uh, I can't speak to anything officially just yet because we are still focusing on making sure that the content side of modding is where we want it to be. And when I when I say content, I don't just mean like art assets and, and things like that, but anything just not code. It, I'm basically just referring to as content mods. So, you know, data tables and and metagame mods and all those kinds of different bits and bobs. Um, Uh, I'd refer to as content mods. So code side stuff, there are some interesting problems that that poses we'd have to resolve um, just from a technical standpoint, Um, but we will be looking into it.
0: Cool. Um, Okay, I'm going to try to move through a little quicker. Uh, Other UI improvements coming for co-op. I'm going to skip that one, not because it's great. It's a great question. Um, Some of the stuff we'll just have to leave for DLC and some of it needs to be a surprise um clan invasion yeah it definitely would have to be a much larger scale dlc so when i was talking about Mex before i didn't bring up clan Mex. um we've talked about them internally obviously uh it's, it's like a giant low-hanging fruit there and um your point on cjo's clan invasion kickstarter is is well taken and yeah that was pretty tremendous success so yeah snake thanks for thanks for those thoughts and ideas um I know we're all interested in, in playing clans, that's for sure. Um, have you consider the possible synergy of using Micro Five as a single player co-op game? MW as a PvP option, and supporting them both. Are you intending to keep PvP out of Micro Five? Um, yeah, um, Ren, Renzer. At the moment, we are. Um, there, um, there's this is a much larger conversation here because I know a lot of times you'll get Macquarie Line players saying. You know, like update Macro Online to Macro Five. That's a you know, code wise or rendering engine wise. That's totally dedicated. You know, twenty minute you know Q and A answer right there to describe exactly what that effort would be like. But yeah, that's that was really the design, right? And we had Macro Online's PVP, and we developed a single player game and added co op PVE. So you have one game that's entirely PVE, one game that's entirely PVP. Um, So we do, and that's kind of exactly what we're doing right now. Obviously there's not a lot of not a lot of cross synergy, although MechR Online talks a lot about Mechware 5 and its banners and various things like that. We just don't really have the same sort of a, like you know, marketing capability within Mechware 5 to kind of funnel players back the other way, other than perhaps MechWare 5 Mercs. So anyhow, we're pretty much doing as you described there. Um I'll just Comstack says what kind of future future features improvements won't be paid DLC. Well, I certainly don't have a list for you but I can say that every time we're talking about a DLC and we say hey here's our April DC and we start listing off features there's always going to be a list of like here's the DLC and here's the free update so um, the free update is a smaller list but it's a list of things that that's a, a number of things it's either something that's getting done around that time frame but we don't feel fits into the feature set of the DLC. Okay, so we just put it into the free update. Or perhaps it's something that the game kind of needs to have in general in order to support the DLC. So we make that just a part of the free update. So yeah, there will be um, free updates as well in the future to go along with these paid DLCs. i just won't be able to you know clearly go into the specifics but once we get into the first dlc announcement or something i'm sure we'll be also listing off like a uh, like a you know patch notes for like a free update at the time as well are we going to be providing a mod packaging guide once we get this update
3: out yeah fortunately a guide won't really be necessary it'll be so simple um our Plan, really is just integrated into the editor so when you want to create a mod click the create mod button fill out the details you know the name of the mod um, and some of the metadata like uh, author name and version number all kind of stuff and then uh, do your stuff do your work and then when you're ready to package it up you know our hope is, is just click the package mod button confirm some of the, the details that you said earlier uh, click OK and uh, you know it'll just do it for you and then boom you've got the pack file and then you're good to go so our hope is uh, the goal of the system, really, is to make it as easy as possible. Um, right now, people are futzing around with command lines and, and cooking the project as a whole. And it's 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 a bit of a nightmare. So um, we want to fix that. So,
0: OK, so Matt, if you're there, make sure you clip that sound bite. Just that, you know, be so simple you won't need one. I'm going to use that on Alex later. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, we definitely <laughs> got to quote him on that.
0: All right. Um, there's a question here from deep about um uh, a wiki that no one's using on modding um i don't know what to say about that one like i think our perspective here at piranha is that we try to minimize the number of things that we're doing in response before because we're so busy so like we have the discord channel and if we're able to kind of lean on whether it's like a you know, Epic Games Store Marketplace functionality or Nexus Mods or something. like I think we're all about that. At least that's kind of the way I'd answer that. Um, if some of the other staff see that differently want to jump on that, that's cool, but um, that's how I kind of see it. How to set free camera in-game. That seems like something that we have, right?
3: Yeah, what is it? Control-Shift-V? I think you need a gamepad, yeah. though, um, to actually navigate with it, but it's... it's- yeah, it's yeah, control yeah.
2: shift v, and there's actually documentation on the day one patch, but we're working on a resource page for the uh, website that should be up in, by next week or end of next week. They will have uh, downloadable instructions and stuff there.
0: Uh, DLCs have a free portion. Yep, I answered that. There will be. Um, do you plan to bring any more story-based content to the upcam DLCs? That will allow us to get out of mechs and do something. Um, get out of mechs... No. That's a big, big undertaking, if you mean like kind of like be a human and walk around the shop or something. No. Sorry, that's some very robust and um, motivated modders I can handle that. Uh, in and out of mechs whenever we want. I just don't know. Kind of similar answer. Um, I, I, it's really mission-based, the entire structure right now. Um, I'm not sure exactly how it would work either. Like if you want to like climb out of one near Mech Bay, then just walk over to another one near Mech Bay. Um, or if you mean like in mission. So I'm going to kind of leave that there. Official modding guides. Well, we do have the one for the editor. And then I guess Alex kind of answered it that, you know, once you get this update out, it's going to be so easy. Play the sound bite right there.
3: Whoa, whoa. Just to clarify. <laughs> that, that one part will be easy. A lot of this is going to be hard as hell. Modding is not. Yeah.
0: No, just official modding guides. Modding is for the, well, there's all levels of mods. Some are easy. Some are like change of color and something. And some are like way up there, you know, like very dedicated individuals that are essentially doing full game development. So um, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. So I got a phone call at four sharp. So I'm going to have to go in just a couple more minutes. Uh, are you open to developing more new mech packs for MWO this year when Mechware 5 is stable? I'm open to it, Renzer. We'll see. Um, yeah, I've had a few thoughts bouncing out of my head. We'll see. Is VR something we need to mod in ourselves? You know what? I guess we got to find time to think about this internally, kind of on that same list of like, we need to explore this. We need to figure this out. Um, I imagine it's probably very easy to mod as well, since it's such a base um, Unreal function. Uh, you'd probably be able to do this. I'm, I'm just kind of guessing here. Uh, the problems you're going to have the same problems that kind of stay our hand a lot. It's like it's not, it's not a problem getting VR to work. It's a problem of even if you were going to live with like not having a dedicated HUD or front end experience or anything, but just having just purely for rendering the games from a cockpit experience and a basic cockpit experience of free looking, that would be pretty easy to do. It's just a matter of, are you going to have enough frame rate per eye for this to work? So, yep. I don't know what else to say about that. I know Alex is a big fan, but uh, we, uh, we don't have any big news for you yet on that part.
3: Yeah, I will say at the moment, technically it's not possible because the, um, Plugin required for enabling VR in the mod editor is not enabled. And to enable it, you need to build code. So, um, looking at this is is on the, my list of things to. Uh...
0: There you go. It's on the list for this possible patch you're saying, right?
3: Uh, future patch, I'll say. Future, okay, yeah.
0: Career mode, yeah, people are excited about that. I'm glad. Um salvage igors well you are oh well you are salvaging pretty much by the way i think every every tank and everything you kill in the game that weapon pool and item pool and stuff is coming from everything um i believe even igors but not to put them on your side although modders might do that i'm not sure what the future will hold like i can only again we we really kind of look about six months in the future with our dlc plans so i'm sure it can expand but uh Yes, Igor's. Um, Rampage, I like your question. I think um, I'll just say I think we're we're considering some of this stuff. It would make a lot more sense with the new um, career mode coming out. So I'll just leave it there. And Alex, take a note in case. Yeah. Uh, can I expect client tech to show up or I need to be modded in? Well, it kind of depends on when you want it. And at what level and what, you know, something big, legit, you know, full forest mech or clan expansion pack. I mean, if there's one surefire giant mega expansion pack, it would be around clans probably, wouldn't it? I'll just leave it like that as a question. But if you want to play your Timberwolf like in March, um, then someone's going to mod it in for you. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Renzer, we're talking, you know, is your guy going to age and die? You know, at one point we thought, geez, we're going to have to make these characters age cause you're going through like this 34 year career. But you know, that's just something that would have been really nice to have, but was just way outside of scope for our, um, you know, character, um, capabilities. Obviously at Prana games, we are, um, good at certain things, maybe even, close to experts at certain things. Mech combat, combat simulation, you know, all those experiences of MechWarrior Online, now MechWarrior 5, and those are the strengths, those are the high points of our games. Character stuff was new to us, you know, we we pushed ourselves hard to accomplish even what we did in Mech 5, and we actually came quite a ways in that area, but, you know, there's some things to think about there. I don't know, Alex, if you see any jump on them, I'm going to add, like, I'm going to do, like, one more, and then I got to go
2: I think actually we're going to end this at four, all right?
0: Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta be on a call by four, so I'm going to go just a bit earlier than that.
3: Yeah, I'll try and hit a few more mod things in the in the couple minutes we have left.
0: Okay, let well, me just leave it to you guys then. Um, I want to thank everyone for coming. Thank you for your patience. Thanks for enjoying the game. Thanks for playing. Spread the word, and uh, we are working on improving the modding thing as fast as we can. And making sure that you understand what your time will be best suited to. And MechWar Online players, thanks. Keep playing. Don't worry about it. Bye, guys.
3: All right, so we only got a couple minutes here. I'm gonna just run through a couple of the um, mod ones I see here. Uh, but afterwards, and over the next, you know, days and weeks, I'll be in the modding chats, modding general, mod builders. So. Poking in there, answering some questions. So, uh, for now, um, releasing select community-made mods and packs free DLC. I-, I think it's worth looking at some sort of like um, you know when we reach the third milestone or the next milestone of being able to better present the like the for lack of a better term the workshop support in game. We could start looking at stuff like endorsements and like you know putting um, particular user mods in a little panel off to the side. I think that's worth thinking about when we get there. Uh, sorry, just looking through some of the more for mod-specific ones.
2: Hey, Alex, were you going to mention that thing we talked about today?
3: The, uh, the what?
2: The, the thing. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, we were talking about having uh, specific days where devs with specific capabilities came and stopped by uh, into in the Discord and answered questions, right?
3: Yeah, so... Um still working that out with the team, just kind of making sure that, um, we, we put something in place that kind of works best for everybody. And, um, so I'll, I'll keep everybody posted on when those might occur and the structure they might be in, you know, whether it's a couple of devs being available for an hour, um, on a specific day, I'll make sure that's all messaged correctly. So basically the gist is, yeah, we'll, we'll be working toward kind of like, um, a little bit better communication between the dev team and uh, when it comes to modding questions and things like that. And so we'll keep everybody posted on that. Uh, so I don't see too many mod-specific stuff, a lot of um, feature feature requests and things like that that I can't um, touch on too much. Uh, somebody did ping me. Renzo the her, uh, heard that after the campaign is over, the mission stopped generating. That should not be true. Uh, in fact, when the campaign finishes, there actually should be, uh, I think, five uh, new quest lines, procedural quest lines in each of the factions, I believe. Um, but procedural missions in general, I think those keep going. Um, if it doesn't, I guess, let me know. might be a bug, but I'm pretty sure they still they still keep going.
2: Yeah, if you um, guys are having any issues, you can always email support at support at mw 5 merks.com or technical at MW5Marks.com.
3: Yeah, so that might cover it. We're at 4 o'clock. One last mod at the bottom here. Is there a capability to mod in another base or dropship hub? Yeah, technically. Um, If you've got the mod tool, you can notice that the hangar hub that you spawn in, that's just a level that gets referenced by the the overarching game campaign mode. Uh, I haven't tried it, but I'm pretty sure you could just make your own level. Um, There may be some... Uh, relationships between mech spawning and things like that that you would have to make sure are the same. But uh, I believe so. You'd be able to make your own hub. All right, so I think that covers it. Um, awesome. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, and um, I'll be around uh, you know, through the weeks. And um, yeah, thanks for the interest, everybody, in the of support. It's been great to see how much stuff has come out. Um, even with some of the limitations you're encountering, so once we get those blockers out of the way, it'll be cool to see just how much further things go.
2: Cool. Thanks a lot, everybody. We're gonna end the the uh, AMA now, or well, sorry, dev update and the question portion of that, and uh, I'm gonna jump off the stream here. I've actually got to go head home as well. But um, yeah, thanks a lot. We'll uh, keep you guys posted as we figure out what else we're gonna do to help support the modding, and you know, as we want as we can release. Information about the DLC will do that too. Thanks a lot.
3: See you folks.
0: Bye. This podcast is supported by you, the viewer. Please consider supporting us in the following ways. Subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash ngngtv. Become a podcast patron at patreon.com forward slash no guts no galaxy. Shop on Amazon using our affiliate link at NogutsNogalaxy.net. Or shop our new merch store featuring our new NGNG logo at NoGutsNoGalaxyStore.com. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWarrior podcast signing off for tonight. This is Darren. Until next time, Warriors.
1: It'd be best if you avoid me. But I know you probably can't. You sense something is wrong with me. You can feel it on my skin. But there is more. Just a little off The truth is At one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever